Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Podcast. Today is International Men's Day. I did not know that until a few minutes ago, but it is International Men's Day, which ties into what we're talking about today, which is men's mental health. It's Men's Health Month. Men's Health Month, yeah. Men, yeah, Men's Health Month. Um, and a lot of people are assuming that it's actually Men's Mental Health Month, which is either June or July. Um, so two separate months, but we're gonna talk about it anyway, uh, because you know I have been seeing a lot of a lot of things about men's mental health. So why not talk about it? Uh, so before I get started in reading these statistics and excuse me, reading these statistics and getting into all that, you know, I just kind of wanted to say my own piece on it and I'll, I'll say some other things a little bit later, but um, first and foremost, men's mental health is not taken, taken seriously enough. It's laughed at in some cases um, and that's bullshit. Uh, it's it's i think it started really i mean it starts early it really does uh at a young age you know boys are taught to uh you know be tough you brush it off uh, you can't cry uh, you have to protect you know and the list goes on and on and um not that there's anything you know wrong with not crying or protecting um but it it puts it puts a thought in a man's head, a boy's head, um, early. You know that you have to be a certain way. You have to fit a certain mold, and obviously, not everybody's gonna fit that mold. Um, not everybody's gonna be Billy Badass, head honcho, um, you know, macho man. Not everybody's gonna. Not everybody's gonna be that. Not everybody's personality is that. Not, uh, you know, not everybody has the characteristics to, to be that type of person. Uh, so, I think that first and foremost, that that's what, that's what we need to fix, is to stop trying to put, put that that macho mentality into boys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and. Then also, you know, like, I guess not that there's wrong with, not that there's wrong with women having standards. That's not the issue. It's, it's an issue when women, when you don't fit that mold, that you get bashed. That's, that's, that's what's wrong from the women's side is you, like, 
there are some women that bash men that aren't uh and the macho is not even the word like there's some women that bash men that you know that aren't protectors or aren't um you know like alpha males there's nothing wrong with being with not being an alpha male um you know not everybody's personality is like that and I guess my my thing is, you know, I'll say it again. I've said it before, but you worry about you and yours and what you like and let these people over here do what they want to do. That's that's kind of the the solution to that. Is if you don't like if you don't like and I I hate I'm I hate really calling somebody like a beta, but if you don't like somebody that's not an alpha male, then don't worry about them. That's not your damn problem, is it? Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's really I guess that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, worry about you. Um, but yeah, I I think we just we need to we need to work on it, and I think it's going in the right direction. Uh, I think that men's men's mental health is getting more and more attention over the years. Um, Cause like when you when I read you some of these statistics, I mean it's it's mind blowing really, um, on how like the the scale that it's at. But I, I think we're going in the right direction um, because you know whether whether you feel completely like mentally stable or mentally aware of yourself, you know I mean shit happens, shit like shit happens and just like that you could be some like you could be not okay mentally um, so you know it, it's okay to talk to people about it um, talk to one of your boys um, talk to a girl if you got a girl best friend talk to your girl uh, I mean there's plenty of people to talk to in I mean, one thing that, you know, that's completely, it's, hmm, it's, it's looked down upon. It's, now, it's looked down upon for many reasons. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head. From, like, just, I guess really a, a stereotype, really. Basically, everybody except for white people, every other culture except for white people, looks down on going to therapy ain't shit wrong with therapy you can be black and go to therapy you can be hispanic and go to therapy you can be asian and go to therapy it doesn't matter like you know f fuck all that like you know your family talking shit about all oh, you going to therapy all oh, blah, blah, blah. miss me with all that if you don't have anybody else to talk to it's okay to go to therapy it's okay to cry it's okay to be vulnerable. And yeah, shit. I mean, and it's and it's okay if you're not okay. That that is okay. It's okay if you're not okay. Um, but are you taking steps in the right direction to be okay? That's the key. So the first one that I want to read to you, first statistic I want to read to you, and this is this is a huge one. In the United States, 
75% of suicides are from men. I'm gonna read that again for you. In the United States, 75% of the suicides are from men. Now, what does that tell you? To me, that tells me that there, there's too much pressure on men you know, and regardless of how how you see that pressure, it's not how you see it. It's how these how these men see it. And I'm not talking about me. It's talking about I'm talking about these lives that have been lost because of pressure that really should have never been put on them in the first place. Or in some cases, you know, shit. Maybe it should have, but it could have. You know, it could have been gone. It could have went a different way. They could have been supported better emotionally uh there, you know there's a multitude of things that can help with suicides 75 percent is ridiculous um okay so then the next one next one we got is 30 30.6 percent of men in the united states have suffered from a period of depression in their lifetime I mean, I know, I don't know, I don't know the number, excuse me, I don't know the number, like, in total, because I wasn't, you know, looking, looking at those numbers, but I do know that, I mean, a lot of people deal with it. I'm pretty sure probably everybody deals with it at some point, at some point, at some point, most people in their lives are misunderstood and feel unheard at some point. Now, whether you know it's depression or not, like you, you may not, like you may think, like, you know, oh, it's just a bad day. You know, I'm just feeling a little sad. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, I actually, I used to, I, I actually used to think I like never had depression. Now I, I don't feel like I've had it in a very long time, uh, but that is something that I dealt with. And at the time I didn't know it was depression. Uh, but that's actually something I'm gonna talk about a little bit later, or well, after I read, read the rest of these off. Um, so this was, this was an interesting one to me, is the suicide rate for men is four times higher compared to women but women are more likely to attempt suicide, whereas men are more likely to succeed from suicide. So without, without doing, I mean, I did a little bit of reading on it, but so, I mean, essentially what that's telling me is, and I, I don't even, I don't want to be insensitive, so it's insensitive, but what I kind of take from that is it's kind of like a women are more likely to like that's their cry for help is to attempt it and get saved and I, if that makes sense I mean from just from like from reading that if they're more likely to attempt suicide but like they're percentages are higher then obviously they're getting saved or helped or you know whatever and whereas men are more likely to succeed 
which means like when when they when they decide to do it like that's that's what they decide to do there's no there's no you know oh well maybe i'll do this maybe, maybe i'll do it this way maybe i'll do it that way like it's a not nah, it's that's it uh and then we got men are nearly three times more likely than women to become alcohol dependent which is so they, they said nearly so it's 8.7 percent of men are alcohol dependent compared to 3.3 percent of women uh, which I mean that I, I guess I, I'm you know I'm too young to notice alcohol dependency um, because hell everybody I know drinks <laughs> for the most part uh, and I'm not out and around a lot of people to know who all's alcohol dependent but that sounds right um, and I guess just I just kind of like just popped into my head um, that like just thinking about just the correlation of like homeless people men are more likely to be homeless than women um, and then obviously a lot of them drink now I'm sure there has to be some correlation between that that statistic and like homeless the like the population of the homeless and you know the, like the men and women um because obviously you know I'm, a lot of homeless people drink um so like i guess kind of like a secondary thought is is how much of drinking leads to homelessness which obviously that is like very low on the list of problems for how many homeless people are just in america um but you know that just popped into my head for correlation um all right so that's kind of that's all the that's all the statistics that I have statistics i have that's the three four that popped out to me um so now really i guess it's it's time for story time um so you know talking about talking about depression uh i know I know a few people that battle with depression now. Um, I know, like, they're battling it currently, and it's an ongoing battle. And then I, you know, I I know people that have battled it, and um, I don't know if it like it'll ever fully go away, um, but maybe just not present in the moment. And you know, I'm. I'm not one to know shit about no mental health because I, I haven't studied it. Um, I just you know know what friends and associates have dealt with, and I know what I, I excuse me I know what I've dealt with. So uh, yeah, that's just kind of how that's just my take on it, I guess. Um, but yeah, so anyway, it's story time. Um, I talking to there's this girl that i was talking to um and as i was talking to her i realized i realized that i battled depression 
at a point where where like I didn't know what it was, and like it was just us just talking, and I'm sitting there, and it just like kind of clicked that I battled with depression when I didn't know what it was, uh, and you know I just I don't I don't even really think I thought something was wrong with me, I just you know I just knew I was sad sometimes, um, and. So what it was, was I, I transferred schools um, going into eighth grade. And I went from the city to the country. And being a city boy going to the country, that shit was hard. Uh, when I got there, no one, no one knew what the hell I was saying, uh, for the most part. Um, so I kind of had to, I had to adapt to talking differently. Um, and I ended up, well, not, yeah, I ended up like starting to dress differently too and all that good stuff. Um, and you know, like, I mean, I really, I kind of, I, I immediately fit in, um, you know, with the, with the popular kids, whatever. Um. So, you know, it wasn't hard making friends. Uh, it was just, you know, new and different. And honestly, that was the first time like I ever really had like a group of friends, like a, uh, excuse me, a group of friends that I like hung out with outside of school. Um, and so, you, you know, it was new to me. And so something weird for me was, um, you know, we were, we we're hanging out, you know, five to ten deep every time we're hanging out and uh something that i now can see is depression uh, is you know throughout the night and this was anytime we hung out and we're hanging out if not every weekend every other weekend um and you know i would just have like a i guess a depressive episode and i would We'll just wander off somewhere weird. Uh, well, and it didn't have to be weird, I guess, but just I would just wander off somewhere. Um, like I remember one time, um, Michaela, uh, my chiropractor and friend, and uh, the one who was on here, uh, her house was you no know, a frequent hangout spot. I remember one time going to. Um, like I went and hid in one of her brother's closets. I mean, it was a big closet, so I wasn't like jammed up in there, but um, I just, I remember going to hide one of the closets for like 30, 45 minutes. And like, I didn't come out until they like found me. Um, and, and I remember another time, I was in a big ass backyard and you couldn't see shit like when it was dark. So I went and just like laid or sat or whatever in the middle of the yard or on the swing set or some shit, um, just to you know till they started looking for me. Uh, like I said, I didn't know what that was then. Just thought I was tired of being around people. Um, and yeah, so that was the first time I really that was the first time I really dealt with depression that I can remember. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't aware enough to be able to process that that was depression. 
and I don't, I don't think I'd really heard of depression at that point in my life. Uh, so yeah, you know, it was, it was a weird thing for me. And then, you know, fast forwarding, or fast forward to my junior year, um, I, so I was in, in Grain Valley, gotten used to all those people, had a bunch of friends. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm nice to everybody. Um, and so I had a bunch of, I had a bunch of friends at Grain Valley and on top of me transferring schools, um, the semester, like before I transferred, uh, my, I found out my, my grandma had breast cancer. So, you know, I was scared she was going to die. I was transferring, which the transferring wasn't really a big deal. I wanted to transfer. Um, but I, so that was like a, a heavy thing weighing on me. So I would have like depressive episodes during school where I just didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, and you know, well, one thing for me, if I'm not talking, then there's something wrong. Uh, cause I'll talk all the damn time. And then, uh, I mean, so like, I'm, I'm not like a super emotional person. I'm, I can be at times, but I'm, I'm not a super emotional person. Now I'm, I'm very open and open about my feelings and vulnerable and all that stuff. But I'm just, you know, not a super emotional person, not a big crier. Um, and that's not, you know, me trying to be tough. It's just kind of, it is what it is. Um, but like in that time, my high school football coach, which I did not like at all, disliked very much. Uh, I ended up like crying in his arms because um, I was just, you know, I was just in a bad place. Um, anyways, so, uh, so, you know, I get, you know, I transfer, or so I remember my last day this is and this has kind of helped shape my personality a little bit even though i'm still like extremely extroverted i remember my last day at grain valley and i you know a lot of people were saying goodbye to me oh we're gonna miss you uh i'll miss you oh we gotta hang out blah 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 blah. and i mean i i want to say you know how high schools are but is the world still the same way it's a bunch of fake ass people um and you know after i left 95% of those people didn't fuck with me anymore. And I'm cool with that. Um, like I said, help me, help mold me into the person that I am. But, uh, but I wasn't ready for that, you know? Nobody tells you that that's just gonna be that hard. Um, and so then I can, you know, get to my new school, which like the school I transferred to was actually the school I would have gone to if I didn't move to Grand Valley in the first place. Um, so, like, I, I knew a bunch of people at my new school. Um, I knew a few people that like, I went to elementary school with, and then, you know, some went to uh, middle school with. So, you know, it wasn't a hard transition to make friends uh, because I had, you know, friends that I had already known there. Uh, but it was, it was a hard transition for me because I essentially like i wasn't really really trying to hang out with the van horn people because i was still trying to kick it with the grain valley people and you know like all my best friends play sports so we didn't see each other often 
Um, and then, you know, like I said, other people just didn't fuck with me anymore. So it was a hard transition to where, like, I was putting off these people and I was getting put off by these people. So I was in a really lonely place. Um, and then my girlfriend at the time, you know, take, take a high school girlfriend for what it is. Um, like, we were going through it. So I, I was just, like, fucking out of it. Um, and not, not like physically, but I was like mentally, I was just like, bro, I'm sick of this shit. Uh, like, like I said, I just felt so lonely. And I, I couldn't tell you when it was. It was sometime during the winter. It was cold outside. Uh, and I, I think me and, me and my girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, at the time, we had gotten into a fight and so we got into a fight i was already going through all that shit um and then me and my mom got into a fight that same night that me and my girl my girlfriend got into a fight and i was like bro miss me with all this so like me and my mom got to fight. She went to her room. I went to my room, and I dipped. And like when I say it's cold, I'm talking about like it was in the 30s. Had to be. It was yeah. It wasn't like chilly. Like I'm up. Excuse me. I ain't gonna say that. But I was cold as shit. Uh, and I don't know if I. I like it wasn't like I planned to do some like I was planning like I just left I either had like I said like I said in the 30s I either had like a short sleeve shirt on or like just a long sleeve shirt and I might have had some shorts on I might have had the pants on don't remember you know the details like that um, but I literally walked Mm, I it was three or four miles I want to say um, like I walked I don't know I walked hella far that was I was gone for like no nah, it had to have been longer I was gone for like two hours maybe three um like I said, in the cold, in like in 30 degree weather, like I'm cold as shit, just walking. I'm like fuming mad, so that's kind of like keeping off the cold for me. Uh, and I come to, I come to a bridge. Now it's not very tall, um, like you know maybe 15, 20 feet down max, and. Like, you know, I'm just sitting there thinking all, all shit I'm going through. And shit, I'm like, maybe I should jump off this bitch. Not dead ass. And you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not no making fun of anybody. Like, I, I dead ass was like, maybe I should jump off this bitch. Um, and my suffering, because this shit is for the birds. Uh, and. I just remember thinking to myself, I was standing on this bridge for two minutes. And 
like contemplating if I should do it or not. And really, so I guess kind of like what my thought process was if is because it was on a creek. It wasn't like you know like a flow like flowing water. I mean it was flowing water, but not like enough to carry me away or some shit like that. But what my thought process was, shit. I may not die from the jump, but I'm gonna die from the cold. Uh, you know, sorry to get all dark and all y'all, but you know, it is what it is, and I'm just kind of telling my story. Um, but you know, so I thought about jumping off that bitch, and I remember like my inner voice, cause I, yeah, I, I have my inner voice. So I don't really hear anybody else's voice but mine. But uh, I just remember hearing myself say, you're gonna do too many things in this world for you to give up now. So, shit, walked off the bridge, took my ass home, um, and uh, you know, my mom was obviously, she was scared, and I, if I remember correctly, my girlfriend's mom was there, but she called her, and then she left when, you know, when I got there, she found out I was okay, I think. Or maybe she left like right before that. Um, and yeah, so, you know, me and my mom talked. I cried, she cried. Uh, and yeah, that's my story about my suicidal thought that I had one time. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm glad I'm in. I'm glad I'm in a good spot now. Uh, sorry for any tangents and the, the you know the dark talk, but I feel like most people go through that at least once. Um, yeah, so that that's it for that. And so now on to a little bit. Well, actually, saying all that, let me tie this up. Saying all that obviously goes back into what we're talking about today, which is men's mental health. Um, and, you know, men's suicide being at a higher rate, men's depression being at a higher rate. Uh, or what, okay, excuse me. I don't know if men's depression is, is at a higher rate, but it is too goddamn high. Um, so I am gonna play a video that Kind of, I mean, it, it ties in a little bit. It's a little bit more on the relationship side, but it still does tie in. So I'm gonna play this one, and this isn't my TikTok of the week. I just I like how this tied in. So we're gonna go ahead and play this real quick. I don't think you understand how little validation men get. Like women will get compliments just for being a woman. You'll get validation for being a certain gender that's an amazing thing that's that's a crazy thing like men will get hated on just for being men understand that men will get their first flowers typically at their funeral they get very few compliments over the course of the year genuine compliments and they get almost no validation in their relationships it's usually about their women their female women are flooded with attention compliments positivity you know from a young age and that's an amazing beautiful thing but you guys gotta understand like men don't really get that and that's why when you compliment a guy, it lights him up. Men really like go through a lot of stuff. Men are expected to provide support, take care of themselves with no reassurance from the world whatsoever. It's very difficult sometimes for men. Yeah, 
I like that. Um, like I said, tied in, tied into um, to you know men's men's mental health, and uh, I think he hit everything spot on. And you know, like I said, like I said earlier, and just want to say it again. The focus on men's mental health is not trying to take away from anybody else. It it's it's just there. It's something we need to talk about. Uh, like you know, he said men have a heart. Everybody everybody has a heart at some you know some point, some juncture in their life. But um, but yeah, it's, it's just something that needs to be taken taken seriously. Men's feelings uh, and emotions. Um, and their their thoughts, you know, all all, the, all that shit needs to be taken into consideration. Um, so now that we got that video out of the way, we're gonna wrap up the talking point segment, and we are going to get into we're gonna get into the top ten for this week. Um, this week has some really good music. I had to leave a few out because there were actually some, some pretty good ones. Um, so, without further ado, we're gonna start with Outlaws by Rick Ross, featuring Jasmine Sullivan and 21 Savage. Uh, by far, favorite song of the week. I love Jasmine Sullivan. Then, um, you know, Ross, always gonna do, do what he do. And 21 Savage, I'm not like a huge 21 Savage fan. Well, I, I guess, honestly, I'm really not a 21 Savage fan, um, but the song was, was, ay Dios mio. So, another technical difficulty. I don't know why it keeps on turning off. Um, but yeah, so, Outlaws, best song of the week. We got Doing This by Luke Combs. Great song, talking about he would still be singing and uh, he would still be singing and performing just on a smaller scale if he wasn't, you know, big time superstar. And then we got Be Alive by Beyonce. Um, that was a song for the okay, King Richard, I wanna say that's what the name of the movie is, with Will Smith um, being the Venus, uh, not the Venus, the Williams sister's dad, good song. The rest of these people, besides one, I have never heard of them before, but I just really like the song. So I don't have you know a lot to go off of. Uh, Let You by Ian Dior. We got I Deserve by Smino. Uh, I like a handful of his songs. You know, I haven't listened to him in depth, but I do like a handful of his songs. Yeah, Play Your Part by KD versus Goliath. It's all one word, but KD versus Goliath. Then I got You Up, question mark, by Jonah Lennox and Aunt Clemens. We got Doctor My Eyes by Kamari. Um, then I got On Call by, I'm assuming that's pronounced Nija, N-I-J-A. We got Bloodline by Gabriels. Um, which is, it was an interesting song because it's very like old-timey um, it, uh, it's very old-timey um, so it was different but I like it so now we got that out the way uh, yeah those are the top 10 top 10 new music Friday from last week so now we're gonna get to 
Um, the NFL picks. I was three and two last week. The the Rams got smacked, and I had them minus. I want to say three, three and a half, and then the other game I lost. Who's the other game I lost? The Washington football team beat the Bucks, and I had them covering by ten. Um, so, without further ado, we got the Lions versus the Browns, and I got the Browns plus twelve. Twelve is is a decent decent little margin for a Lions team that's you know they're playing good, they're just not winning. Uh, they're playing good for the most part, besides when they got smacked the other week by the Eagles. Um, so yeah, I got the Lions plus 12. Then I got the Packers versus the Vikings. I have the Packers minus one. Uh, I just, the Packers own, own the division. And even though the Vikings are playing decent, they, you know, they're in all, most of their games are one score games. Uh, I see the Packers pulling that out. Pulling that out. You got the Dolphins versus the Jets. I have the Dolphins at minus three and a half. Simply because Joe Flacco is starting at quarterback for the Jets, and Joe Flacco hasn't been good in a while. So, yeah. Um, then you know they say not to you know pick your own uh, bet on your own team. But technically, I'm not betting, but. Uh, I have the Chargers minus five and a half against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. It's going to be an ugly-ass game because the Steelers have, like, hella people questionable and a few few people already ruled out. Um, but it's minus five and a half. I don't know if I already said that. Now the Chargers do have a few D linemen on COVID protocols. Um, so we're yet to see if they still play. But, yeah. Yeah. If Mason, Ben Roethlisberger is questionable, so if Ben Roethlisberger is out and Mason Rudolph starting, then I have all the faith in the world. Uh, then the last one is the Ravens versus the Bears. Uh, just saw mm, an hour or two ago, Khalil Mack is out for the rest of the year, um, and I don't trust the Bears anyway, so Ravens minus four. So, for my TikTok of the week, this is not safe for work. TikTok, um, some cussing, few few little N words in there in case you're not comfortable. Um, and yeah, so we're gonna play that and then we're gonna wrap it up. The crowd was like, kiss, kiss, kiss. And I'm not gonna lie, like it hyped me up. Like I ain't handle it well. Like I was like, oh, you hear him? Y'all gotta kiss. And then they did. Yeah. And then for the rest of the show, the dude was just looking at me like, say fuck, say fuck, say fuck. A few moments later. Couple right here? No. First date? Second date? Not a date? Friend zone. It's all right, bro. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear her, but she just tried to downplay what I just said. She was like, no, we're, he's not in the friend zone, but we're friends. That's the friend zone. He's hurt her. <laughs> you guys splitting this? <laughs> Who's paying? We're making up for the Uber. So you pay for the Uber? I pay for the Uber. You pay for the Uber. <laughs> and you're paying for dinner. And you're paying for this. <laughs> Are y'all fucking? What is 
Y'all never fucked before? And you were here when I asked if anybody was gay, right? <laughs> this is still me trying to remember my new joke. <laughs> if my memory was working, I wouldn't even be torturing you guys right now. <laughs> I remembered it, nigga. Pressure's still on, though. <laughs> How long have you been in the zone? <laughs> Since high school, 10 years. Eat, ooh. <laughs> yo, you hear the niggas in the back? Yo, that's mad funny, yo. That made me laugh. That's funny, bro. That's fucking hilarious. You just hear one dude in the back like, oh, shit. <laughs> Are you still trying to fight your way out? Or are you just like, I'm comfy in here. It's nice, you got a couch set up in the friend zone. You chilling? I, work, I, just, I work in the city. Okay. see some good comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, okay. Okay, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just throwing this out there, right? He's a good looking dude. Ladies, clap if you think he's a good looking guy. Yeah, man. So just something to lighten the mood, you know. Uh, I thought that shit was hella funny. Uh, you, you know, you can tell he he from the East Coast, you know, somewhere up by up by New York, Philly, something like that. Just just by the way he's talking. Um, but yeah, just something you know, something to lighten the mood. Uh, everybody laughs at a good friend zone joke. But uh, but yeah, so we gonna go ahead and wrap this up for today. Today, yeah, so this comes out today. Tomorrow, I got a nice buns review. I've already done it. Uh, just gotta edit it. Last week, had some technical difficulties with my gimbal. Well, not really technical difficulties. That shit was not charged. I thought it charged, it wasn't charged. So, couldn't film it. You know, did a little sort of thing. Um, but yeah, got that filmed. So that's out tomorrow. This is out today. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And let's start giving a shit about men's mental health. Okay? You hear me? All right. Thank you. See y'all later.